Let's go. Hello and welcome to another Woodshop Podcast with Mike Coffey of Coffee Custom Builds, Daniel Dunlap of Daniel Dunlap Woodworks, and Peter Kapar of Petrie's Workshop. You can find us all as well as the podcast on Instagram and YouTube. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode 48 of Another Woodshop Podcast, proudly made in Kentucky along with the best bourbon and super soakers. <laughs> Good one. I was trying to figure out how you, I thought it was either going to be a Keith joke or a Kentucky joke and you nailed it. No, 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 we don't mention Keith. Keith is fired. Yeah, Keith's been fired. He's been like, yep. uh, that is a 100% an inside joke that no one will ever get. This week's episode is brought to you by Merca. <laughs> Big thank you to Mirka for sponsoring the show. We really appreciate them. Uh, they've got some killer sanders that we love. Best and, sanders you know, on the planet. A lot of, yeah, okay. they are really, really killer sanders. Like legit, really good sanders. So big thank you to them for sponsoring the show. If you are interested in a sander, you should definitely reach out to Macbeth and check out what options they have. Because they carry everything. Or Rusty can at least get you everything there. So uh, check out Mirka. Give them some love on Instagram. Check out their website. Hit them up. Pete, what you got? Well, you should also hit up our patrons. No, please don't. No, don't leave them Don't hit them up. (laughs) Don't hit them up. But big shout out to our patrons. Every week they help us bring the show and, you know, provide you with quality pre-show and during show (laughs) and post-show content and behind the scenes. So, we, you know, huge shout out to our patrons. You really, um, you know, you help us do what we do. And and I'm so thankful. So very thankful. And uh, Mike, I believe we have some uh, new people joining the, the Kabasi army. Yes, right. The Kilbasi posse has increased by four this week. Whoa, <laughs> uh, that's we, stout. Uh, that's very thick. Uh, Ryan <laughs> Werlow, Trevor. Wait, wait. I think we've read Trevor Askland. I'm pretty sure I. Uh, yeah, say it again. Uh, oh, one benefit anyway. of being a patron, you may get your name read twice. <laughs> right. He used to sign up Friday. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, actually, all these are from Friday last week. So who knows? Trevor Askland. Braden Lord and Aaron from Ingrained Wood. Uh, big thank you to all of our patrons. You guys are truly amazing. We really appreciate you. Yes, golf clap, golf clap. Fun fact: Aaron so, from Ingrained Wood fact. is mm-hmm. local to me. Good guy. I've got another fun fact. He's the first question this week. Is that the same guy? What? Yes. I. He oh definitely changed the order on that me. Was very fun. worlds collide. <laughs> Uh yeah, so I mean, you know what's on my bench, Mike. What about you? Oh, that was a quick reversal of roles. Uh, I was gonna throw it to Dan like I always do, uh, but, but I'll go. <laughs> but don't because you've already established who's going first. And yep. That's me. Uh, this week I've been working on two coffee tables. Uh, a lot of epoxy work this week, like a lot. Um, it was just I really love walnut. I think we all kind of love walnut a bit, but man, does that stuff get a lot of stress, stress fractures and cracking in it. Um, and it took, I took, I put almost a quart of epoxy, uh, into that, uh, walnut book matched coffee table I'm doing for my wife and I. So. And just to be clear, you're the, not making a river table. You're just filling cracks. Just filling cracks. No, I'm not making a river table. Uh, did, no, I'm not. Did this silicone hold uh, by the way? Cause you 100%. did like, oh, it did. Okay. Yeah, there was no leaks. Yeah, I've, did, I had you, failures with the um, – I had some failures with the uh, Tyvek tape, but I had zero mm-hmm. failures with the, with the uh, silicone. I knew that wouldn't fail. I've used that before. Tuck tape or the 
um, exterior tape stuff, Tyvek and tuck tape, I have issues here and there. Sometimes that stuff just doesn't work. Sometimes the epoxy will get warm and the adhesive will get uh, loose. Uh-huh. So um, anyway, I'm just really excited to be done. I'm, I've got to spray this redwood slab. I sprayed two coats on it earlier today with my new sprayer. Oh, man, that thing is ridiculously nice. It is so dope. I can't wait to get uh, the technique down with that because it pumps out so much product with like literally zero overspray. It's you have to run full speed to apply it clearly. No, no, you really, you really <laughs> want to move like like an inch a second, but it really just pumps, like it coats so evenly and nice. Like there's none of that orange peel action you get sometimes with some other brands. Uh, anyway, uh, really excited about that. Really excited to deliver this coffee table tomorrow. And then Sunday I'm going to knock out the other coffee table. And then I've got um, – a dining table, and I picked up the material today for the bench. That bench I built a couple months ago, I'm building another one. Uh, I'm in a very accelerated schedule for that. I've got to get that thing done in three weeks. Yikes. Um, so luckily, I've got all the design down because I did one already. I got the templates all cut still. They're there from the other uh, – uh, what is going on here? <laughs> um, my, my stupid Siri just picked up everything I was saying <clears throat> – excuse me, saying – um, hopefully I just set off everyone else's too. Um, <coughs> sorry, coughing, <laughs> Mike coughing. Um, so, uh, <laughs> no, uh, yeah, I'm just excited to get those, get those coffee tables out of the shop and get going on the next projects. Um, not that I'm not having fun with the current ones. It's just nice to move on. It always feels good to finish a project. Everyone knows that. So I'm excited to get going on these next ones. It's going to be cool. Um, I don't know, Pete, what you got going on? We're really messing with the the flow. <laughs> Dan doesn't know what to do. He's so angry right now. He had, he didn't go first. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> he doesn't even Very know confused. which show he's on. It could be Dan. any of the three podcasts he's on. <laughs> All I know is How Keith many voices are you holding up? No. Right. Freaking Keith. Um, so uh, it was actually kind of a busy week for me. Uh, oh, I got the, I got the second dose of the vaccine. Vaccine's so good. Everyone's going for seconds. That's my little pitch for it. Uh. No, but Dr. I got my Fauci's OnlyFans. <laughs> We're bringing <laughs> Keith back. Pete is out. Pete is out. Uh, Pete's out. Keith. So <laughs> I uh, I got vaccinated uh, yesterday, and uh, it laid me out. I started getting body aches and a low fever at like 9 p.m., which is normal because your body's just fighting it. Um, and uh, I've been basically a mess until today. And uh, but I still I kept fighting through it. I was I've been working afternoons this this week, so I've been trying to get work during the day. I got a lot of orders out. I, I threw a bunch or I threw one new thing up on Etsy and I'm working on a bunch of new 3D prints, uh, all shop related. Um, maybe something coming up, ironically, with our sponsor, something Merca related, but mm, we'll see. You're making oh, a sander. Oh, That's cool. <laughs> I'm making my own sander. <laughs> no, not even close. The Perka. The, per- <laughs> the Polish Merca. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways. No, it just it was uh, fun working with Merkel while it lasted. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> good. Good time. I'm working a little adapter. Um, I'm super excited for it. So I'm, I'm throwing up stuff on the Etsy, trying to keep that going. My, I've been trying to do at least one new item a month. Um, you know, just to try to keep that page a little busy, and it's all stuff that I'm constantly producing. I see some. I mean, Mike, you've had your Etsy for what, like four months, and I feel like uh, a year new- and a half. But like, all right, so let me rephrase the question. You've had your Etsy be actually used and utilized and busy 
for the last for what, four, four months. months. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like you're throwing up a new product every couple of weeks, like every two weeks or something new. Up yeah. I, you got to keep it fresh. Yeah, exactly. So that's exactly what it is. And, and I'm just I'm trying legit, to keep that legit trying to, I'm designing a beard combs right now to do on my CNC. <laughs> Attaboy. Yeah, I mean, Legit. why not? You throw so <laughs> why not? If, if it sells Dan, one a week, awesome. That's, Dan thinks it's know? stupid. I think it's brilliant. Beards well, are he dumb. doesn't know what a beard is. <laughs> don't I don't understand beards. You just you just upset because you signed a prenup and you didn't read it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, we're gonna um, get into that. Yeah. Also, I uh, oh man, I did something and I'm kind of ashamed to admit it. I bought plywood on Amazon a few weeks ago. Um, did you lose a bet? I'd be buying. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's what I thought too. No, it's it's three millimeter plywood. It's very it's very thin. It's uh, for all you Americans out there. That's point one one five millimeter or inches. So you can't even do it. Nice fail. I can't do it. I can't do it. <laughs> English is for hard. all you Americans. <laughs> um. So yeah, I got this plywood, and it's actually it's really nice. Sorry, so I got a chip in my throat. so well on. <laughs> you okay. It's just yeah, under. It cuts it, really nice on a laser, though. That's just under an boy, eighth of an boy, inch. Boy, do right? I have a chip in my throat. <laughs> Stop it. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> but yeah, so I've been messing around with that. It cuts super clean. It actually, Mike, I'll send you the link for this stuff because it cuts so clean. Actually, legit, bra- please barely any charring on the outside, mm-hmm. and and it graves really nice. And it cuts so so nicely. I'm probably gonna just use that almost exclusively for a lot of my thinner stock. You said it was three through. millimeter. It's three millimeters, so it's like yeah. It's, the sixteenth point one one five. I don't even know. One one five is the just actual, a tenth of yeah. an inch. Everybody do the maths. An eighth, but it's great. It's an eighth. And I don't really talk to you guys about this a lot because my projects aren't as exciting. They're usually not as big as what you guys are working on. But I have a lot of inquiries right now. Uh, those of you watching the video, there's a lot of post-its laying around. All of those are a job that I'm working on. I thought those were all passwords. Somebody, oh no, I don't. I work in IT. I don't put passwords on post-its. Oh. You savage. <laughs> oh, Dan, you looked at your computer all guilty. Is yours covered in passwords? I'm not saying. You can't see it. It is. <laughs> it is. Um, so, yeah, I just, I have a lot of inquiries for everything from, uh, I'm doing CNC signs with some epoxy. I'm doing laser stuff, uh, custom 3D prints, all this stuff. Actually, oh, I printed this really large part for uh, John over at Anui Artisans for his CNC. He's got one of those, like, my coffee style CNCs. He's got a shop. Like he's stand. got a vacuum bed. Yeah. Um, nice. So yeah, just it's been a busy, busy, busy week. It's gonna be a busy weekend. Um, now, what about you, Dan? Nothing. Okay, cool. Move on. <laughs> I finished the uh, walnut coffee bar. I delivered oh, that geez. to my client. They were crazy. Did happy. you see that coffee equipment? Ugh. Oh, stop. Yeah. Gee uh, whiz. <laughs> I would have put a Mister Coffee on there just to troll people. So- <laughs> a Keurig. These comedians are clearly referencing my Reddit post. I posted the coffee bar on Reddit and it did really well. And then like 25% These of the comedians. comments were Thank trashing you. my client's coffee equipment. Like, you know, just tell me about the woodworking. It's great that you don't People like the coffee. Dumb. It's unreal. Anyway, so I, I got that finished up. <laughs> it looked great. I love the way it came out. Uh, I would love to make a couple more though. So if you want one, hit me up. Um, I also made an Oregon shaped cutting board. Thanks to Mike for yeah, you did. supplying the template for that because I basically made it. My CNC won't arrive until <laughs> April now, apparently. Um, oh. I, it was just walnut cutting board and I 
threw a, a slice of uh, mahogany in it and just kind of put it in an angle. Hit me up for them templates, girl. Yeah, until April, and then hit me up. Um, and then hit me up again. It'll, yeah, we'll see how fast it gets assembled, Dan. So I did that, and I'm also starting the big ridiculous bookcase, which is gonna. Oh, finally. Yes. I'm going to be straight up honest with you guys because I'm pretty sure my clients don't listen to this. That project is intimidating to me. It's super intimidating. And when I get intimidated, like I kind of drag a little bit on starting the project because, mm-hmm. you know, you don't want to screw up right out of the gate. Right. And it's, it's going to consist of, I'd rather screw up out of the gate than at the end. I mean, that's true. I guess <laughs> I don't want to screw up at all. Let's be real. I don't screw up. I'm Daniel Dunlap. Anyways, Chevy Silverado. Trail boss. Daniel Francisco Dunlap. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, I started doing that. I'm going to have to do a lot of repetitive glue ups. It's going to take a lot of time uh, just doing a lot of glue ups. So if if you don't know what I'm talking about, you need to check out my Instagram page and see what I'm talking about. Plug. Always be clear. Anyway. Uh, let's see what else. I took some more commissions this week. It looks like I'll be doing, uh, a few larger projects. I'm not going to get into them just yet to be continued. And, uh, I'll probably start another commission that I bought that I, uh, booked a couple weeks ago. It's going to be a couple of Murphy doors. They're like bookcase doors like hidden doors and uh, a cabinet set for like a bar and a basement. It's all one client. So I'm going to make him two Murphy doors, a bar, some upper cabinets, a floating desk. And I'm going to trim out his whole basement with uh, trim. So I'm, I'm busy trimming with trim. Trimming with trim. That's my (laughs) life currently. Am I the last to go? Usually I pass it to somebody. I don't know what to do now. What do, yeah. I, what yeah. do we do now? I mean, see, questions, questions. I actually, questions. I actually did a couple of things I forgot to mention. Oh, yes. Please oh, go, go ahead. I wanted to mention this real quick on the show. If, if you have like a cloud, so if you're having trouble um, like managing projects, if you have a lot of projects going on and I, what I did this week is I use iCloud. It, can be the same for Google Drive or whatever, uh, Dropbox, whatever. I started putting all of my client builds into different folders in there. And I actually made myself a bid sheet this week. I've always been, I always try to say like, you want to make your quotes as quick as humanly possible. So you want to be accurate, but you want to be quick as possible so that you're not uh, married to them or you don't get emotionally attached to that bid because you're probably going to lose the job. Uh, or there's a good chance you could not get the job. Um, so I've I made myself a bid sheet and I really like it and I started putting all my customer everything to do with the project. So I have customer folder inside that customer folder. I have project folders because I I'm lately getting multiple projects from the same customers. I know Dan deals with that a lot. So for me, I'm putting all the projects in that customer's folder and all the pictures they've sent me. And I'm even like grabbing the emails and putting them in that folder as well, so I can quickly access them because you can just drop and drag fold or. Uh, emails into like iCloud. I'm sure you can do it with other cloud services too. So um, anyway, yeah, that's something I did this week. And I really, uh, I'm really glad I put together the bid sheet because it's really helping me. I'm starting to get to the point where I'm, I'm, I'm bidding so many things that I can't remember everything. I'm getting jobs confused or just completely forgetting 
to get back to people. So now I'm using a combination of my bit sheet, my project management folder, and uh, an organization app I use called Things. And between those three, I'm feeling really, basically I'm putting systems in place and systems are really important for me. I don't, for some people can operate without them, but I can't, I can't operate without them. I just, I get too scatterbrained. The administrative stuff has to be really organized for it to work for me. I can't work off my memory at all. It just doesn't work out and I end up forgetting. So anyway, that's something I did this week. If anyone's got more questions, they can reach out to me. So that bid sheet is cool. Uh, could you change the logo on it for me? I've, I've used it a few times <laughs> and people have asked me who, Questions who from- is Coffee Custom Builds? <laughs> so if you could oh, change the logo agree. on there for me, that'd be great. <laughs> I'll put uh, Keith, Keith Trees Workshop. <laughs> uh, but I, the uh, <laughs> no, uh, Keith is on fired. that bid sheet, like definitely never – a customer will literally never see that bid sheet. That has a lot of like information that they will ne- they'll only hear. Oh, I'm doing it wrong. Like Got it, has it. All, it has all my uh, it has all my overhead. Everything everything calculated into that. Uh, There's a category for hours. customer attractiveness, which <laughs> right. <actually> modifies the <laughs> price. <laughs> Likeliness to trick into a Ponzi scheme. There's a lot of stuff in there. I can't. <laughs> no, no. So anyway, just some stuff I did this week. I was really happy with it. it felt really good. I feel like it's gonna help me out a lot. So. Uh, you guys want to jump into questions? Yes, please. Yeah, let's do it. All right. This first question is from Aaron. He is with Ingrained in Wood. Is that correct? See. Nailed it. Dan's neighbor. Hey, guys. Aaron with Ingrained in Wood, just up the road from uh, Dan there. Uh, first time listener, long time caller. Question about grounding your uh, dust collection piping. I'm running a big two horse dust collector and four inch PVC pipe through the whole shop. And I'm not getting shocked or anything, but um, I've read some people saying that you need to ground your dust collector piping if you're using PVC, otherwise you're going to blow your shop up. Just kind of curious what your guys' thoughts are. I know what mine are, but just kind of would like to get some other people's opinions. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. Dan? If you, if you literally search that on the internet, all you're going to find is people saying that that can happen. You will not find any actual instances of that happening. It's never happened. I don't know where people get this right. from. Unlike wood movement. That's real. <laughs> <laughs> I will cut you. Um, yeah, I mean, it's not a problem. I have PVC in my shop, and I don't have it grounded, and I'm not dead yet. So that's my answer. Mike? I think there's no like, there's no like reason for anyone else to answer. I mean, I, I grounded Did, um, I, when I had when I had my metal piping. I grounded it because it's metal and it's so easy to ground, um, so I wouldn't deal with getting shocked. But like, I have pl- PVC now; it just doesn't make any sense. So, I mean, if it I mean, makes it, you feel better, just wrap some cord. Yeah, just do it. Cord. Yeah, do it if it I makes mean, you, you feel put better. It just but it's in good. the line, you, you're not supposed to put it on the outside. According to these people, you're supposed <laughs> to put it on the inside. So, uh, it seems to me like having something inside the line is going to build up more friction, but. Uh, if you run it out and ground it and stuff, I don't know. I'm going to challenge our listeners to find find an actual like documentation of this happening yeah. and send it to us. And I guarantee you it was like a 15 horsepower dust collection system. Oh, yeah. Where the friction yeah. is unbelievable. Like Nothing not like, like what we're dealing with in, in our shops. Five. Yep. Yeah. Uh, all right. This next question is from Jake Miller. Hey, guys. It's Jake with ASI Shop Life and A Sweet Idea on Instagram. Just calling in with a question about shipping. 
uh, products. Um, a lot of the pieces that I build are larger dog crates and barn doors. And we've had a ton of people asking over the last few months about shipping barn doors. Just wondering if you guys had any experience with shipping um, larger items like that. We shipped a couple dog crates last year, like right at the beginning of COVID. Um, and it was kind of a pain just because of COVID. But <clears throat> just wondering if, you know, if you had any feedback, um, whether you guys ship anything large like that or uh, how you guys go about doing it. Thanks. Dan? I've never shipped a larger item like that, but from everything that I understand, uh, check out Shipner or PirateShip.com. That would be the way to go. That's that's. I don't think you'd want to ship a large item with Pirate Ship because they're USPS. Yeah. Are they USPS only? Kind of yeah, 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 they're oh, see, good for smaller see, I don't stuff. know anything. Pete or Mike or somebody. Shipner, I don't think is going to be good. I'm going to toss it to Keith. A big one. Keith? Oh, you're gone. Okay. Uh, Shipnerd, I think, isn't really good for big items, like big items like that either. I think you're getting into like freight territory. So you kind of want to, Pete will have more information. I think he's dealt with a freight broker before. Yeah. So that that's exactly what you might need is a freight broker, but uh, you can ship large items. You you can do it on both those platforms. Uh, Pirate Ship specializes in small stuff. So they're not really your go-to for larger items. Shipnerd will do it, but I don't think they really handle that as well. Ironically, of all things, you may want to check out Etsy shipping because they just, they shop, they have all the brands, all the shipping brands, and they might give you a good deal on it because I've seen some larger items on there that have reasonable shipping. So I don't know if they're going through Etsy or they have another source, but uh, I know for like, even for cutting boards, Etsy's got like the best deals. He's saying out- dog kennel things, didn't, isn't that what he said? Yeah. Yeah, but like, that's, dog kennel, I'm thinking like, Those you know. big items. Two by maybe four feet, and I don't know how you gotta crate doing. that. But if you gotta crate that, um, I mean, you can go straight to like actually, no, don't go straight to the Dominion Freight, all those big companies. Go to a freight broker. Um, I'm blanking on a name, but just look up it. Their websites that basically is, I think, like you ship freightbroker.com. Sure, Dominion, they uh, broker. they do freight and voting machines, right? Oh, god, too soon. Too soon, man. Uh, anyways, but yeah, look up freight brokers because they can negotiate the price. Uh, like Dominion told me for Dan's slave that he shipped to me. That's now Pete's slave. Uh, they wanted over a grand and the broker got it to me for 400 bucks. So, you know, but that's still price pricey, but you got to work that into the price. If the customer really it's wants still it. still pricey, but you got to have a deal. And I know for a fact, Jake's driving six hours, I think round trip, I want to say. But who knows if it's just one way or round trip. Jake who? He's driving six hours. Jake is driving six hours to drop off those barn Jake doors. Jake who? Miller. The custom, oh, the person I, thought you were, I, I thought you were referencing Jake Vance. I, I was trying to never mind. <laughs> no. <laughs> Jake's got nothing to do with this. I don't know. I made him feel all special. He's going to think he's like hot poop because he was mentioned on a podcast. Whatever. You owe us, Jake. But Jake Miller is driving like a long way. And dude, that's your time. That's gas. That's everything. If the customer is willing to pay for the shipping, they should be. That's it. That's all I got. Neat. Very helpful. Yep. Thank you. Uh, this next question is from Josh the Dad. Hey, guys. It's Jay the D. Yep, Josh the Dad. One of the big IG coming at you with 
Oh, hard words today. I can't even send you a question because for the last 30 minutes, I've been trying to record a single question, but the words are hard or my phone rings or somebody walks in my office door and it just screws up. And you know what? It's taken me 10 minutes just to record this little message. So I'm just going to send you this. Everybody out there, boys and girls, children of all ages, when you feel like life's getting you down, don't fret. Keep your head up. Keep pushing forward because you need to work hard. You need to do your best, but more importantly, you need to have fun. I hope you guys are having a great week, and I hope you have a great future. Take care, and we'll talk to you next week. Some nice words, Josh. Thanks, man. I'm sorry. You said he had a question. I don't know. Yeah, there's a clerical error. Uh, uh, Dan? There was no there was no, there's no periods in the thing. <laughs> no, thanks for calling in, Josh. That was okay. very awesome. Man. Yeah, thanks, Josh. That's good words, man. Everyone they needs positive. to hear that every once in a while. People are always going through different things, and you never know what people are going through, too. So... Keep that in mind when you're interacting with someone. Someone, you know, might just make a joke about you in a chat room and you just blow off the handle on them in an email. You're beating know? a dead you just horse. don't know. So. <laughs> uh, Be fired, Keith. Just let it go. <laughs> uh, anyway, next question is from Kevin Hemphill, and we're definitely not going to go into detail on this. Hey, guys. Kevin from Lefty's Woodshop here. I know with 2021, people are setting goals. I've wondered wondering if you have set like a sales goal for yourself this year um i set one for myself just trying to raise the bar and drum up more business and try new things and while on the topic what's a good program that you guys run your invoices out of anyway enjoy the show love you guys love you a long time talk to you soon bye i love you too kevin uh i'll go first on this one <clears throat> uh, can i just cut you off I don't even know why he bothers doing his finances. We own all of his money. That's true. I know. Well, we need him to get it straight before he hands us the money over. Yes. We don't want to have any Fair. weird anomalies. Please answer. No. Um, Zachary. Goals. I definitely have a lot of goals this year. Um, there are definitely sales goals. I'm not going to go into like dollar amounts. Um, but five bucks. I'm currently on pace. With, <laughs> I want to have five dollars in sales this year and i think i'm gonna get it no i've i'm trying to have two commissions going at a time right now and i've had that since the first of the year so i'm currently on track for that so um and that's i want to have two commissions plus i want to have my like i was gonna run a sale the other day on my etsy store and i'm like i literally can't do this right now i will die so like i can't <laughs> i can't like run a sale and have a bunch of sales on there right now so um two commissions at once is really hard with my day job but I'm pushing myself on purpose. I, I have some goals. Some of those goals are sales goals, but I'm really taking everything from Coffee Custom Builds this year and we are paying off. We have a couple of items of debt. One's a student loan and one's an improvement we had on our house. I want them both paid off by June. So um, <clears throat> the, I want those paid off because I have other goals for the year that I'm really trying to accomplish. And uh, I'm not going to really go into those either. But um for invoicing, my CPA recently put me on QuickBooks, uh, the the web, the QuickBooks online. I think I pay 30 bucks a month for it. It's a little pricey, but holy cow, is it nice. The invoicing is super clean. The um, I won't have to organize anything next year for taxes for 2021. He literally has direct access to everything. Like it is so, I mean, at the end of the year, I mean, for 2020 taxes, I'm going to one one weekend spend an entire weekend organizing all my tax stuff. I won't have to do that next month or next year, and I will happily pay $30 times 12 <laughs> to not have to deal with that for 2021. So um, 
QuickBooks is great. I've used Square in the past. They are a free point of sale thing. You can generate invoices in there. Um, they were really great, but they had no accounting built into it. So this is all, I'm kind of locked in now with the QuickBooks thing. So I'm really happy with that. But Square is a great option because you can order one of their little uh, like pay terminals where people can slide their card or pay with their mobile wallet. Um, I think that was like 19 bucks. I still have it. Shoot. I'll sell it to someone if they want it um, or I'll give it to someone if they want it. But um, I don't need it anymore. But I mean, you can get it for dirt cheap from Square. Um, I literally bought it last year because I had four craft fairs lined up for the year. And then the pandemic hit. You guys remember those? Those are great. Yeah. Remember remember craft fairs? That was cool. When we could be near (laughs) people. Um, And then one we've used for the podcast and I've used before as well because it was the only option. And that's what the customer wanted was PayPal. You can uh, invoice through PayPal. So sorry if I answered your guys' questions. Pete? Uh, I I think you brought up a good point of invoicing. Yeah. You, yeah, you had some good, you had some goals that you were trying to hit. Like it, it's hard to hit like a financial number. Like don't set a goal. $780,000. I mean, if you you want, yeah, like then $1 million this year. I want to, I want to hit it every single year, but it's good to set a goal, like a realistic goal. Like I want to pay off this debt. I want to buy this tool by this date. I want to replace my, like for a while I was joking around with Emma. Like I want to replace my mortgage or our mortgage, like with, with our monthly whatever like my monthly income i wanted to cover that then i started thinking like well no realistically what i really want to do is double my current income that's my long-term goal is like i want this to double what i'm making at my regular job because then i could be like okay i quit i'm fine i'm good i'm making good money i can support us and then some uh so that's my personal goals i want to first replace my income meaning doubling it and then double that so that's mine. Dan? Word. Uh, I don't have any numerical go- goals, but I do want to yeah. go full-time with this. That's, that's a huge goal of mine this year. Uh, I think I might be on track for it. We'll see, we'll see what happens. Uh, the year is early. I mean, I know you're joking, <laughs> but you do still do a lot of photography. I do, I do a bit of photography, yeah. That's mostly autopilot at this point. Uh, it's all like I have a huge client base there. I'm very fortunate in that regard. So I get a lot of word of mouth traffic. I got two wedding inquiries today for 2021 and it was just all word of mouth. I don't advertise my photography anymore at all. Uh, people just see me at other weddings. So well, I think one of the clients was, Hey, I was a bridesmaid at, at this wedding a couple of years ago and you were great. So are you open? I'm like, Kayla, answer this. Um, <laughs> uh, other- <laughs> other goals other goals you know the goal every year is to grow right to get a little better make a little bit more money pay off this debt add this tool to your shop get a bigger shop you know that's that's a kind of a, a goal this year i don't know if i'll achieve that but i'm at a point now where i i kind of need a bigger shop i think we talked about this last week so that's a goal this year we'll see what happens you know, if I don't make it, I don't make it. But uh, as far as invoicing goes, I use Square. I I really like it. They actually just released uh, uh, a separate invoicing app called Square Invoices. Yeah, that invoices. Yep. I it works great. So I've been using that. Yeah, uh, it works and great. I just I have it. Uh, I have it set up to where it says Daniel Dunlap Photography slash Daniel Dunlap Woodworks, and I let everybody know. 
this is going to come in. I'm the same guy. It just, it's just easier to manage if it all comes from one place. So that's what I use. That's it. Yeah. I did want to say, I, I also have the goal to get a new shop. And I also have the goal this year to upgrade my CNC. I know, which seems crazy, but I do have the goal to upgrade my CNC because I want to get kind of like the last CNC I'm going to need for a while. Um, I mean, on the surface, it looks like I have that, but I really have hit some limitations on it already with the three horsepower spindle. And there's some things I just want to upgrade. I kind of. That's going to happen as you grow. Yep. Yeah. The thing is just a moneymaker and it's just. That's what it's all scaling. My business is scaling and I need to keep up with it. I mean, pe- businesses fail when they don't scale. Uh, you can put yeah. that on shirts. Um, so, um, and then the other thing is I want to get another laser, a bigger laser. I've mentioned these things, but, um, and then a shop and I want to move. I want to move really bad. I want to move out of California. I want to move to Ditto. property. I also so, want to move uh, out yeah. of California. I mean, we, yes. Yeah. I can't no, me, me and Mike actually are like very on track with the same goals right now of like, his is just slightly bigger. I'm scaling to his level, bigger shop, bigger CNC, bigger laser potentially, but he's going like bonkers, which is good. Yeah. I, Gotta I go want, to the business. I want to, yeah, I mean, I can make it happen. I have the opportunity to make it happen and I want to just, die. I want to hit the ground running hard when I go full time with woodwork. Yeah, dude. Like hard, like so. Um, This next question is from Sam Zook. Well, Hang on. What? Uh, we're, oh, we're you know what? We're in. slamming through. You're right. Yeah, yeah. We, need Dan, we need Dan. Dan, do your, do your giveaway, homie. My giveaway? On TikTok. My giveaway. Yeah. I mean, you call it that. You're like, I call the shots. <laughs> I choose the giveaway code phrase. Everyone go shout out hey. Dan for an extra entry. Daniel Dunlap presents Daniel Dunlap Weekly Giveaway by Daniel Dunlap. About the in part by Daniel Dunlap. <laughs> A Daniel Dunlap experience. <laughs> First of all, I want to thank Macbeth Hardwood for sponsoring our giveaway every week. For sponsoring my giveaway. <laughs> <laughs> Last week we gave away a walrus. God, I hate that word. Walrus. Well, hold on, Rusty. Make every week be walrus oil products. <laughs> Last week we gave away walrus oil. Burr? See, like the, the problem is, I know that I'm gonna screw up the word, so I like think about saying it properly, and it just makes it worse. It's like a never. Next week it's loop. a tape measure. I can say measure. Last week we gave away a walrus oil furniture, uh, like package a furniture butter furniture wax furniture finish it was a 76 dollars value and that winner was adam brady congratulations adam I already sent out the email to adam he, he'll be getting his prize very soon congratulations because rusty is on top of it when it comes to sending those out this week we are giving away thanks to Macbeth hardwood a tight bond package that is much easier to say it is going to include a 16 ounce of Type Bond 1, Type Bond 2, Type Bond 3, the No Run Drip glue, Melamine glue, Dark glue, Hide glue, plus an 8 ounce quick and thick, and a glue brush. That's a lot of glue. $60 value. And code phrase I wrote down okay. one thing. So this has to be a winner, unless you guys have something better. Perka Sanders. Kentucky Super Soaker. There it is. Uh, I... Kentucky Super <laughs> Kentucky Super Soaker. Wait, what was the... Was that the... No, 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 no. K- Kentucky okay. HBLP. You Kentucky had to be... HB... 
KYHVLP. <laughs> you had to be in the Pick pre-show. One. You have to be in the you pre-show. What you really, Paul you really Jackman have to be in came it. into the pre-show. And he dropped Paul a Jackman promo code the for his website. Everybody. The pre-show. Everyone got 20% off. <laughs> yeah, that's actually... No, this is not a joke. joke. Paul Jackman dropped yeah, into our Paul pre-show. Dropped. He dropped a 20% off code for any of his merch on his website. No, no, his t-shirts and his long sleeve shirts on his website. I stand corrected. I think we're going to put There's that in the show notes, notes, right? We are. Oh, yes. we will. It is it is Fauci. <laughs> Cold Fauci. Anyways, uh One that's seat. enough pub One for eye. Paul. Me and him have beef. Um <laughs> You sure? So our code phrase our code phrase is going to be <laughs> Kentucky and you can use the uh Kentucky abbreviation the KY. State abbreviation. Yeah, just okay. KY. Uh, so you can you can send us KYHBLP to our email awpgiveaway at gmail.com. Thank you, Macbeth, for sponsoring yet another week. <laughs> How are you guys sponsored? How are you guys sponsored? I need to pull that audio for sure. Uh, so good. Okay, well, <laughs> on to the show. It's from Sam Zook. He has Hi. this to say. Hey, fellas, it's Sam Zook at Heirloom Woodshop. I got a couple questions for you this week. First one, I've heard it come up a couple times in the show where you guys will be answering a question and you'll say something along the lines of, oh, that's a whole show on its own. Now, I know you guys normally, the format of the show is Q&A and you just answer audience questions all week. But have you considered doing periodic topic shows where you maybe answer one or two questions from the audience, but most of the show you're talking about a specific topic? My second question is, totally separate, how much lumber do you guys generally keep on hand or like as inventory? Uh, Do you keep multiple species? Do you keep multiple thicknesses? Or, you know, like what I've been doing lately, because I don't have a whole lot of room in my shop for storage, is whenever I get a new project, I do the material estimate. I get acceptance from the client, and then I go and pick up that much lumber just for that project, and then that's it. I don't generally keep a whole lot of stock. So I just want to hear what you guys have and uh, what your thoughts are. Thanks. Let's <clears throat> let's roundtable the topics one first before we jump into the stock thing. So like early when we first started the show, I was we had we topics. Yeah, we, we had topics kind of planned out. What happened was... Um, we got started getting so many voicemails that that got superseded. Like early on, we were like, we're going to discuss this on the show. And then we'd answer yeah. a question or two. Cause that's all we'd get. Yeah. We spent a few nights, um, like kind of round tabling topic ideas on what we were going to yep. talk about. Yep. And then it quickly just became a voicemail show, which was no complaint to us because it made nope. it into a community show. Now we have also, I mean, a peek behind the cu- curtain a little bit. Uh, we, me, Dan, and Pete, uh, we're actually going to have my CPA on the show in a month or two months or something like that. And we were actually going to take, since he's a certified public accountant, we were going to take uh, questions for small business questions. And yeah. we were going to have people, because we don't like to answer tax-related questions because we don't want to be sued. So we were going to bring him on. <laughs> he can we were going to bring him right. on and... Yeah, we don't care if he's – no, he's actually a wonderful guy. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So we um, 
we were going to bring him on because we get a lot of those questions and we kind of skirt around it uh, because we really don't want to be held liable. I mean, we don't want to say something and give someone the wrong advice. It could be different from state to state. So we're going to, we are trying to actually, I guess, reinstate that a bit into the show. We're going to also try to drive the, st- we're still going to have the questions, but it'll be like topical questions. Like that episode will be. I think be, we'll probably just request, like, hey, we're going to cover hey, all ask things your dust small business this questions. Week. Or small business yeah, questions exactly. or whatever. Yeah. So so that's kind of what we'll do, I think, uh for twenty twenty one a bit. Um just just so we can kind of Just another way to evolve the show. Get, yeah. Just some I'll mix up the format a little bit. Um so and then um lumber. Dan, why don't you go? Do you keep extra stock? So if, if you watch my stories, you'll see a bunch of extra stock in the background. And, the, and the, that's not because I keep stock in case I get a, a, a client build. That's because I always order a little extra. And then anything that I don't use goes into that rack. And then I can pull from that to, to make smaller builds. So, like, I'll get a cutting board request or uh, I'll get you know, smaller projects, so like a little table or something I can pull from the rack. So to answer your question is I buy what I need when I need it, but I always get a little extra. And that just comes from, you know, whenever, you, whenever you're pricing a, a client build, you, I always add like 15% lumber. So like if I, whenever I do the math on, on how much lumber I'm going to need, I'll add 15% or 20%. And that's where my stock comes from, quote unquote. Mike. Uh, well, if I was not, I don't want to say only in a derogatory word, but in a derogatory way. But if I was, if I was only doing commissions, um, I would have less stock. But I do have an Etsy store, and I need to be able to kind of fleet of my feet on that on those orders because they need to turn around quick. So I actually do order enough. I keep a stock. On purpose, I order enough stock to cover if I had X amount of orders. I have a lot more than I need right now for that, but um, I I had made an initial order to go into the holidays, um, and I found myself short, and I had to run down and get a quick emergency order. I don't really want to do that again. I don't have time. Uh, that loses a whole like weekend morning for me, and I don't really have time for that anymore. So I usually just try to keep extra stock on him. Also, if you own that stock um, – and you're not like paying – I mean that's that's capital that you have basically. I mean you have material on hand. You, you own that if you've paid for it. So if you can work that into your overhead, you have the ability to turn that into money. Exactly. And so, I wanted to add to so, that like uh, – uh, oh, I just had a brain fart. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Sorry. Old man dementia. Go on. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I mean I liked I, – I, I, if I had – I got it now. If I was – go ahead. <laughs> I just had to Lumber prices typically go up. They don't go down very often. So if you if you yeah. could hold that stock and you could buy enough of it like early on and then like you don't have to replenish it for a couple months, you know, you're kind of ahead of the game, so to speak, right? Yeah. Yep. No, for sure. Yeah. I mean, that's if you have the space and you can make it work with your business model, it's something that's very smart to do. Yes. Uh it also takes up a lot of space in smaller shops, so uh, I have mine totally maxed out and I even have a stack of wood next to my CNC that I think I can probably after this weekend stack into the racks and get kind of organized. So um, 
I keep it in there just because I need to be able to turn orders around really quick because I do get the orders on the Etsy. And also it's just kind of nice to be able to just not have to make a trip to the lumber yard and pull it off my own racks. So um, if you can do it, it's nice. Pete. Yeah. Uh, I agree with everything you guys said. The the one thing is so, like Dan do, keeps a little extra. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> Dan keeps a little extra of, of kind of anything he, he buys. Now, granted, if I'm doing a larger commission, I'm like he said, 15% over. But if it's a wood that I commonly work with, like if it's a walnut or maple or more recent, calm down, more recently like (laughs) ash, I've been working with a lot with ash for just, it's kind of become like just my, I want to say throwaway wood. I use it for like every hardwood basic like shop project or whatever that I might need and stuff around the house because just nice solid wood. And I'll buy that extra. I'll, I'll get you know, okay, I'm getting three three full boards. I'm going to get a fourth one or maybe a fifth one because I know I'm going to use that. Most of the commissions I take on are smaller, so it's always nice to have that stuff. Now, if I'm doing a bunch of stuff, let's say antique, I'm going to order just a little bit over and work that into the price. And yeah, I might end up with like half a small board left, but I'm not going to be stocking teak in my shop because I never have use for it. So just more of the common woods that I use. Yes. Yeah, it doesn't make sense to have like an ebony billet laying around. Like, why? (laughs) Just to brag. My rack of ebony. I have this this thick piece of. I don't even know what it is. It's it's dark and it's super heavy. I got it at one of my like massive tool holes. No, it's not walnut. Like I thought it was ebony for a while, but I'm like it's too thick and too wide. There are are jokes here, but (laughs) but like I don't know what it is, and I I need to play around with it. I'm really when. (laughs) <laughs> since we got rid of keith but, i figured somebody needs to be mature oh around god <laughs> but yeah i just i actually put it in storage because i'm like i have no idea what this is i'm not going to use it anytime soon it's going to storage i'm not using it but i don't want to sell it <laughs> all right it'd be hard to sell especially since you don't know what it is by dark pine wood. dark wood <laughs> dark wood, dark wood. <laughs> Uh, this Stained next question is from tyler isaacs <laughs> and by next question i mean last question Yo, yo, yo. What's up, fellas? Tyler Isaacs here, Wooden Whiskers Trading Co. Coming to you with the question this week. Are you guys looking to attend any conferences or woodwork shops? You know, with COVID, it's a bit dynamic this week, but it'd be really cool to see you at uh, MakerCon or uh, Workbench. Thanks, guys. Guys, are we going to try to go to any cons? I, yeah, what is I this Workbench he's talking about? <laughs> yeah. No, it's MakerCon no, and Workbench. Maker Workbench? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're, uh, what is, is, is it Maker Fair that yeah. he's talking about? That's yeah, I well, think so. Well, he's Maker Fair. Is that still happening? I thought that, w- I thought that dissolved and became bankrupt. It, it got bought out and they're trying to bring it back because it's- Oh man, we to, should yeah. totally do that. That'd be dope. Don't they usually I, hold that in San Fran? Is that- there's Well, there's one, one in San New Francisco York. and then somewhere else, right, New York. Yeah. The one in San Francisco is actually south of the city, so it's actually it's by where my sister. By the way, I haven't it's not bad. I haven't brought this up with you guys, but I've I've been thinking about making a DDWW con, and we're gonna hold it at Ethnic Sandwiches in Omaha. What do you think? I'm in. I'm in. Flights out there are like hundred and forty dollars round trip right now. I will go out there. <laughs> <laughs> no, but they they pay you one hundred and twenty five dollars. Yeah, to go they will to put Omaha. money in my right. <laughs> we have to fly to no. Omaha. Come on. Yeah, obviously. No, if, I, uh, if they have the maker cons this year. We're we're going, especially we, workbench. Yeah, we, for sure. we want to in a safe yeah. way, but we want to. Hopefully, things are turning around right now. Things are looking up. We we not only want to go to cons, but we want to actually hold our own con. This like at least one this year. So, 
uh, it wouldn't, it'd just be more of a meetup, but, uh, you yeah. know, there wouldn't be like speakers. Um, maybe, maybe there would be speakers. No, by when you say con, speakers. you mean like, we're going to try to con people out of their money. Oh yeah. We're going to try to sell them like, yeah. uh, in a pyramid scheme for sure. <laughs> uh, our bond or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Come to the AWP Ponzi scheme. Come on down. <laughs> no. Yeah, no, it's we're not, definitely it's not that's... what you think. No, no, no. You make money when they give you money. Right. And then you give that right. money to us. But right. you're I got this idea. Too. We're we're gonna right. we're gonna workshop this right here. Calling cards. I think we could sell AWP calling cards. Are you What's in? It's a calling card. Let's talk it it's old person thing. I don't know. It's the hot new <laughs> thing. What is it? Calling cards. What? You don't know like what a calling like a card is? Leave, oh my goodness. Like what a villain leaves behind after a crime? No, it's like, yeah, like, like a card. Like the Joker's got the Joker card. card. Long distance Jeez. How young are you the guys? The Dunlap leaves <laughs> like one cheese curd. <laughs> that sounds so old, man. Oh my goodness. <laughs> there goes that joke. Wow, that was good. That was good stuff. Uh, I'm uh, Mike, definitely going to... Yeah, it's, it's I, uh, what, what's the timestamp? I'm going to actually ed, edit that into the show three times. <laughs> Just randomly, Dan's going to make I'm gonna lobby, uh, uh, in the middle of the lobby for AWP calling away. cards to be the show title this week. <laughs> no, well, it's for sure going to be Keith got fired. Keith gets fired. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, we're definitely going to try to do those, man. Uh, it's very important to us. I mean, honestly, yeah. like as soon as um, all these restrictions let up, uh, there's a, several makers. I mean, I want to go out and see Dan again. I want to go see Pete. Uh, there's a few other guys. There's Pat Lap. I don't know if you know Pat Lap. I want to fly up to Canada and see that dude. Uh, There's a dude out in New York out by uh, not too far from Pete, actually. His name's Cam Design. Uh, I've been talking to that guy for a year. I've been wanting to go to his shop. He has a beautiful shop outside the city I want to go see. There's a bunch of people I want to go see. So, Um, But the AWP boys are definitely doing something. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Like, it's happening. We will figure out how to make it happen. Um and we just we just really want that to happen. We're going to try to get brands on board to sponsor things and not just giveaway stuff, but like really like educational stuff, like a real actual like woodworking get together. Yep. So anyway, that's all for the show. I mean, you just want to BS for a few minutes. Is this it? is a shorty. It's 50 minutes right now. What, right? Do, you, what do you want to BS 58 about? minutes in. But wanna, we... Let's talk about Keith and his exit. No, <laughs> let's. I really want to read that email so bad. Well, um, did we do the written in questions or? Oh yeah, we had a written. Oh yeah, question. we did have a written in question. Oh my goodness, yeah. I um, I dropped the ball on that one, you guys. Craig, Craig Murphy, you got it. Dan's gonna load that up now. He's no, no. I'm just gonna stall while you do that. Dan's <laughs> gonna load up the Another Woodshop Podcast Instagram account to pull up a question. We don't normally take questions from the Another Woodshop Podcast Instagram account. We would normally take a voicemail, but this week we're pretty lean on questions. And Oh, look, Dan's got it. I'm going to go uh, look at TikTok now. <laughs> I didn't even notice <laughs> you were stalling. Okay, so we got, a, we got a question through our Instagram DMs from Craig Murphy. He says, uh, hey, guys, I've been listening for months as my new shop and house renovations are completed. We're going to do a live edge walnut top island. With a cutout for a sink. I love the look of a deep satin finish. I'm hoping you guys can give some thoughts on finishing this. Odie's? Rubio? Something else? I'm pretty new to all this and strictly a hobbyist. So an explanation for a third grader would be helpful. Thanks a bunch. Hey, Craig. Thanks for writing in. Appreciate it. And like Mike said, we don't usually take uh, questions through our DMs on Instagram. But... 
We're feeling extra Literally. nice this week. So I'm going to throw it. got more experience. Well, I want to ask you, you have more experience with Rubio. Would that be a good product for in that situation? I really don't know. I really think it would. Uh, I mean, Rubio was. I, I imagine, right? Rubio was uh, innovated or not innovated. For buckets. For buckets. From waterproofing buckets. I just made that. <laughs> That's not true. You really <laughs> threw me off. So there. niche. <laughs> no, Rubio, really, really Rubio was made. The, the wooden bucket niche. <laughs> Rubio was initially made for uh, protecting wood floors. You know, floors tend to get a lot of traffic and they take a lot of abuse. So I think. And how many coats of that would you do? Well, it's called Rubio mono coat. So he did ask for a third grader answer. Two coats. Mono. If anyone can bring the question, it's Pete. To, listen, no, hang no, on. No, one well, coat. On. To you be fair, one coat. a lot of people think mono coat is just like a type of name, but like it literally means one yeah, coat. Mono is one. And it, it took me a couple months to figure that out personally, but I'm just, you know, for oh, our listeners. No. Polish. <laughs> I mean, I would say, I think Rubio would be good. I would say Odie's, but you're going to have, I mean, you're going to have a long cure time with, with Rubio as well. Uh, you're going to have a 21 day cure time with Odie's. Uh, but man, I can a hundred percent attest to the fact that that stuff is waterproof. I've done it on, I mean, after that cure time, that stuff, this water just falls right off of it. Uh, I think like, I think you could get away with like a, a no, not think, I know you can get away with a varnish, um, like a good, like a conversion varnish. I would imagine would work really well. I know that you can Halcyon would work really well. You could do it like uh, a bar I've done top with wipe on poly even, but that wouldn't give wipe. you the satin look you're looking for. I don't think. Wouldn't a wipe well, on poly eventually blister? No, I said start uh, to get that water marking. Yeah, no, Pete did. Oh, well, pizza poly wouldn't be good. Don't listen to Pete. No, I, I've used poly, poly will get the so. poly will get the wa- the water staining on it. Mm, if I remember, I don't know. No, I, not true. I I mean, well, I mean, listen when it all when it cures, as long as it's in a climate control i mean it's gonna be inside a house not like it's gonna get any crazy temperature swings i don't i'm assuming they're not gonna like put hot pots on this thing but, but it's a countertop you gotta, you gotta assume I think that it's that, that might happen good. i mean countertops get but I, could, I mean you, to be fair that could happen with almost any finish you know true here's uh, the thing yeah, about here's the I, thing I, I about do. a rubio or an odie's finish it's super easy to fix like yeah, if that were like to happen you can sand but, it, yeah. refinish it, and it'll blend right in perfectly, and you won't like, ever know. I wouldn't that'll use happen. lacquer. I no, wouldn't use I wouldn't, lacquer I wouldn't use lacquer. If you spill alcohol on there, it's going to break back down. I mm-hmm. think the same thing happens with epoxy. No, no, because they do bar tops with alcohol. Yeah. So there's no That's chance. Why I mentioned right bar top epoxy. So, um, super yeah, durable. but bar top epoxy would be killer. Actually, for a that, tabletop so. epoxy would probably be very good for that. I mean, right. it's the same thing. Yeah, if you got like. Um, uh, total boat ma- table top epoxy would be golden, I think. Uh, but I think Odie's would be good. I think Rubio would be good. A lot of options. I think a varnish would be good. There's a lot of options. Yeah, I think it depends on what you want it to do. I think that you know, I don't think Odie's is going to last as long as some other options. I don't think Rubio is going to last as long as some other options. But you're almost assured to need to refinish a top like that at some point. So do you want to think about? You might want to think about u- using a finish that when you do need to go back and refinish it, that it's going to be easy to do because it's almost certainly going to happen. Now, if you're flipping the house and selling it, you know, get out of there. So <laughs> sell that thing and put whatever on there. And they put can do vegetable it, so. oil on it. Just get out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think that's no, going to do, do this other question. Let's do the other question. Let's do this other question. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's, we had another question. Um, it was asking how to heat the shop. 
And they went into us, you know, we work with the doors open. I think speaking specifically about Dan, I don't, I haven't really opened up my garage or my garage doors during the winter at all or cool time. Not nearly as cold here as is where, where Dan and Pete live. Um, so, I mean, I'll answer for me real quick because I don't have any comprehensive heating set up. I just have a little radiant heater. It's an oil radiant heater. It's not super fast. Uh, the coldest my shop ever gets is like in the forties, but I'll turn that thing on and it'll get me up to like 61. So Dan. Number one, my shop is an insulated two car garage. So that's nice. Uh, well, it's, it's insulated on three sides, but on the fourth side, it's a cinder block wall. So that's not really insulated, but there's a lot of stuff over there that kind of breaks up the, the coldness of the cement block. My shop is heated by a 240-volt heater I got from Menards. I don't remember the brand name, but it does really well. I th- Mastercraft. It's Master not, Force? It's not Master Force, believe it or not. Heat I think Force. it's like a king oh. or something. It's It was a, a fairly... It, no, I think it's just king. It's weird. Keith King. Keith King. Oh, God. <laughs> anyway... It does great. It can actually it can actually keep my shop at about sixty five to seventy degrees, even when it's zero degrees outside. Now way he too mentioned hot. he mentioned well, yeah, it's, it, that's way too hot. I don't need it that hot, but it, but it, can, it can do, do it. it. No. Flex. Yeah, I'm absolutely flexing over here. However, <laughs> I do open my doors a lot because my dog will come out to the shop with me, and he enjoys going outside, and I I baby my dog, you know. If you follow me on Instagram, you know about Max, and, and he's my little shop partner. So I will open yep. the doors and let him go outside and run back and forth and do his thing. And then, you know, when it's super cold, you know, I bring him back in and I shut the doors. So here's the thing. When you heat your shop up and everything gets to, like, a, a decent ambient temperature, you can open your doors every now and then for a couple minutes. And it's not you're not going to lose a whole lot of heat because everything in your shop has that ambient temperature. everything's not just going to drop off. It's just the air that's going to get a little cold. What what's difficult about heating a shop is heating up all the things in your shop. Everything holds coldness, especially all the cast iron. So that's really what you're heating up all that cast iron stuff. So once that becomes like a warmer temperature and the ambient temperature gets up, it's not so hard to heat up the shop. If you have your, have your doors open for five, 10 minutes. See what I'm saying? Science. So that's what I do. Pete. Science. Like good old Nebraska science. You know, you live with the cold. You understand how it works. Ethnic sandwiches. (laughs) (laughs) Tell us your situation, Pete. Pete. So I just got an upgrade in my heating situation. I had a, a small 110 volt heater. That was okay, but that thing pretty much had to run for like an hour before I got in the shop to bring it up to temp. And then, you know, pretty much nonstop while I was in the shop. And it would never really get like when it's cold like this right now, like it's in the 20s outside. uh, It's never, it would never get in uh, like solid 60s, even with running all day. Now I have a 30 volt, which is really like a 24 volt, uh, 220, I'm sorry, 220 volt. 30 amp 30 amp Amp. yeah yeah amp heater runs off seven batteries (laughs) it's this thing so compared to the old one the old one was uh 1500 watt the new one is 
5,600 watts. And everyone was like, oh, get prepared to like, you know, pay a ton of money for this thing because it's going to cost you all this money. I'm like, it turns on once an hour for like five minutes. Yeah. Once it brings up to, and, and it'll take maybe 20, 25 minutes, it gets it up to 65 and it just coasts. Yep. And if I wanted it hotter, like when Emma's in there, because she's from Florida, she's weird, she she cranks it up. So she wants a little I can imagine Dan's- seeing someone putting a heater in their shop and feeling the need to tell them to worry about their their power bill. Get a life. God. Yeah, it, it really, I mean, I'll see what the power bill is like, but I'm not expecting it to be any worse. Uh, you know, it's it's 220. It's pulling more more amps, but. Pulling less amps. It was pulling. Oh, oh right. Then the other one. Totally. I understand. Yeah. Under, understood. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. It's pulling more power, but it's working like a quarter of the time. Yeah. So it's yeah. going to be fine. Even if it's a slightly big up, bigger upgrade, I'm able to get more in a shop. Shop. I run it for you 15 minutes and I'm getting the in there. To be sized right for the space it's trying Absolutely. to heat. Absolutely. Mine is not sized right. I should probably upgrade, but I want to yeah. move, so I don't really care. So I'm not And one of the best heating upgrades that I actually made for my shop is putting uh for most of my shop is covered now with the like the foam floor from Harbor Freight. Uh which you can get some better ones out there. That's fairly cheap stuff. You can get some really good stuff. And that genuinely Wish. I feel the difference even in my sh- like standing in my shoes, standing on the concrete floor over standing on that uh foam flooring. I don't feel the cold coming into my shoes. My feet aren't cold standing it's because in because that foam flooring so, insulates your floor. It's exactly it. It definitely keeps. And Dan was absolutely right. It's you're you're warming up the tools that are there. Uh, so Science. that's my solution. I highly recommend it. Also, if you want a twenty uh, percent off affiliate code, hit me up for New Air. Just say it. A little shameless plug. No, you have to like. I have to send you a link. Oh, it's a link. Put it in the yeah, show I'll, notes. I'll put it in the show notes. There you go. Yeah. Um. That's it. Yeah. Sweet. Let's remedy wrap it up. We're not, not going to go you. into any more detail on that question. You know what I mean? No. no. Right. Nope. Uh, I want to, but Pete is being no. the voice of reason. <laughs> so a uh, big thank you to Merca for sponsoring the show. Uh, we really appreciate them very much. It's always great working with them. Big thank you to our patrons. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much. Uh, give us the five-star review if you haven't. We are pretty sure that may or may not help. We don't really know. Um, it definitely helps. We, th- we think it. I don't think so. We think it, it helps does. with our. We think it helps with our chart positioning for the week. I'm pretty sure that's it. Um, because we'll we our downloads are actually up and our chart positions have gone down, but we haven't had reviews. What was our, so I'm pretty what sure. was our chart position tier. this week? Like uh, today, we hit <laughs> sixty nine. Really nice. uh, yes. So that was really cool in the United States. Um, but yeah, big thank you to everyone who supports the show. Keep sharing the show. Uh, we really appreciate you doing that so much. It really does help spread the word. Like, it just helps. Like, people see – if you're taking time out of your day – well, let me say this first. If you feel like you want to recommend the show, we appreciate it. If you it could really do that, does. that'd be great. Like, uh, it really goes a long way uh, to share the show. It helps us a lot. So, thank you to everyone who does that already. And if you could do that, that would help. And I think that's it. Hey, my shirt's shipped from Jackman. I don't – I don't think people got this, but like, if you found anything that Keith said offensive, just know that he's been fired. He's gone. He does not work here anymore. Yeah. Bye bye, Keith. Keith is gone. Stupid Keith. Keith from accounting. Gone. All right. Um, Do we love them? Let's chip big time. Chip out of here and bye. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Love you long time. No, Dan Uh, has to say it. Otherwise, you said it, you foo fighters. 
Fighters. Fighters. Fighters. More right. cowbell. <laughs> right. I'm gonna say it again. Bye. Love bye. you long time. Bye bye. Like a spider monkey. Like a spider monkey.